0: Good morning. Hope you're all doing well. A lot. We are uh, ready to get started. We're at a new Mishnah on the top oh, of Daf there. on the top of Daf- Uh Three lines down. We'll be learning today until the end of the Parak, and then uh, over Yontif we'll begin the new Parak, and we'll learn a blot a day over, over the Chag. So today's Sunday, so Monday and Tuesday we'll be learning one blot each Daftsadi Vav, and subsequently Daft Zain um, and then just follow the schedule and the and the printed schedule. Here we go. Let's get started with the new Mishnah. The Mishnah right side. He of three lines down. Bez A man uh, is married, or we'll soon see that that's not necessarily true. But maybe he was married to two women, and he owes them now a ksuba. and he sells his field. Rashi right here, the first Rashi in the Mishnah, twelve lines down or so. In the Rashi's sadehu, the field that he sold here was the one that was hamishuba lksubos. This was his only money left in order to pay out the ksuba. So he had his, let's say it was 200 zoos per person, so 400 zoos property, whatever it was. That's what he sold. Now, now there's two wives who want to collect from this property. So Ruvain was married to these two women. Ruvain sold the property to Chaim. The women want to go to Chaim, and they want to collect their ksuba. The first uh, wife, mm-hmm. let's call her Chana, Chana writes to the buyer, to, uh, to Chaim, you can keep the property. I'll, uh, I'll figure myself out another way. Uh, he still owes me money. the second wife, Penina, she can go over to Chaim and say, I'm taking that property. Once that happens, then Virishona, the first wife, can take it, mean Hashniah. Why? Because we, we spoke about this at Balchav Meuchar. So, therefore, um, the first wife, Chana, can take from Penina because Chana's only condition was with the lokeach, was with the buyer. So, Chana said to Chaim, I won't touch your property. But when Penina takes the property from Chaim, then, then the Rishona, the first wife, is back in the circle. But then the halokeach, mean ha Rishona, but the lokeach can take it back from the Rishona because He has a right to collect. And she said, And this cycle of taking this piece of property will go in an an unending circle. It'll constantly go back and forth. The Shniya will take from the Lokech, the Rishona will take from the Shneeah, the Lokech will take from the Rishon, the Shneeah will take from the Lokeh, Vikhule, Vuhule, Ad sheyasu p'shara Benehem, until they make some type of compromise. Because once they realize that this is perfectly cyclical and that each person will constantly have a right to take from the next, they'll realize it's a it's a never ending circle. And until they make a psara, until they make a compromise, each of them will then take the property from one another. <laughs> the same would be true with a Valkov, the chain. The same is true mm-hmm. with a woman who is a Baal mm-hmm. So says the Gemara, I don't understand. Wife number one says to the lokeach. wife number one says to Chaim, who cares? Have, who cares if she says, what does that mean? <coughs> we have a Brisa. Ten lines down. Sorry, if one person says to another, "Dinudvarim," I have nothing, nothing to do with you. Or let's just apply this to our case, where Chana, the first wife, says to the lokech, "The I have nothing to do with you. The aloha So it, the phrase itself is not valuable. So if that's true, then why is it that in our Mishnah, when she, when Chana, the first wife, says to the lokech, "Dinudvarim," Why there did we say that she's no longer able to access the property that the lokeach has? Says the Gemara, because what was going on in our Mishnah, it wasn't just words. Says the Gemara, there was an actual Kenyan that took place, a Kenyan Sudar, Kenyan a Kenyan of some kind, where the lokeach made a Kenyan from Chana. It wasn't just words. You're right. The words alone would have had no impact. It wasn't just words. It was something stronger than words. It was... A Kenyan <laughs> Says the Gemara, still, so what? Still, she could have had an argument that the only reason why I did this, the only reason why I made a Kenyan with you, says Chana T'chaim, is because... I just wanted to do something nice for my husband, but I didn't actually care about this. Don't we have a Mishnah that supports this idea? What's the Mishnah? This Mishnah is found in Maseches Kitten. We're seeing a lot of overlap now uh, over the last many days with Maseches Kitten and Maseches Kzubos. <laughs> What's the Mishnah there? <laughs> if a man buys a property from a husband and then he goes over to the wife to confirm that she's okay with it and he then she agrees, we don't even assume that when she agreed that it was real. Why? Because Alma all I was doing, I just wanted to make my husband happy to placate him that uh, while we were married, he should know that I'm really invested in the relationship. And much as he sold the property, I have but it's it's lip service. It doesn't actually matter. So again, back to our Mishnah. Why is it that in our Mishnah, when she says, even if it was done with a Kenyan, who cares? The Rishona, the first wife, Chana, should still be able to be uh, to be taking the, the the property from Chaim. And the Gemara here provides three answers. Answer number one, a third of the way down, Amar of Zera, Amar Abkhizda, You're absolutely right. There are two tracks here. There's the track of our Mishnah, and there's the track of the Mishnah that's quoted in our Gemara. Hereb Mayor, Lokasha, Hrab Mayor, and Harabihuda. What is the machlokes? says the Gemara de Tanya. Rishon Belochasmalo. If he writes, if a, a star is written to the first wife, Elohasmalo, and she doesn't agree, and Lashane Bihasmalo, and to the second wife, and she signs, if Ivdaksuvasa, she loses her subadivir. Rabbi Huda omer yukhlehteamer nachas rahasi sila Atem. Ma Malai. So this is where the Gemara shows that Reb uh, Yehuda and Reb Meir have different <coughs> have different approaches when it comes to this concept of um, this concept of a woman saying Te'amir Nachas Rachasi bali. The, the Rebbe, the author of the Mishnayis, looked at the Mishnah over here in Subis and was so same one way, and looked at the Mishnah in Maseches Gittin and was so same another way. The Rebbe saw some k'ir Reb Meir, the sawsam lahassam k'ir Reb Yehuda. This gemara, this line right here about Rebbe being so same in Mishnah one way or the other, these are like the little gems and Shas that show you the mechanics of how the Mishnais were actually put together. There were different sugas. Some sughis Rebbe had the and like X, like Rebbe Yehuda, and some sughis Rebbe had the paskin like Y, like Rebbe Meir. And that's the, the chachma that was left to Rebbe Yehuda, An-Nasi. not a poshant responsibility to be able to, to be madrich all of the tanoyim, but that was his job. And therefore, there's no machlokas. Track number one, in our Mishnah, <laughs> our Mishnah is like the opinion of Rav Meir. In our Mishnah, we see that Dinudvar makes a difference. We see that she's not say, saying, uh, Tomer D'Lebaili, that, that I'm just trying to placate. No, but Rabbi Yehuda, the track of the Mishnah that's quoted within our Gemara, the Mishnah from Gittin, there we see that there is a difference. So that's answer number one, is that our Gemara, our Mishnah and Ksubis, and the Mishnah in Maseches Gittin have different uh, halachic authors. Answer number two, Amar Papa. When our Mishnah says Misha Hayan Nasui, Bays. When we were talking about a case scenario that there were two women <laughs> that was talking about, says the Gemara, <clears throat> the B'Divrei the Kol. What were we talking about? We were talking about a Grusha. We were talking about a woman who was already divorced. We weren't talking about, we weren't talking about a woman. I have. Thank you. Yeah, we weren't talking about a woman who was currently married. And because she wasn't married, the halachos are different. When is it that a woman may try and placate her husband? That's only when they're married. But when she's divorced, if she says dinu udvarim, that's halachically binding. So therefore, according to this second approach, the approach of Rav Papa, there's a hakira to be made in our Mishnah. Our Mishnah is talking about a case where a woman is no longer married. She's already divorced. She has no reason to placate her husband. And therefore, even according to Rabbi Yehuda, who says that a woman is allowed to placate her husband, great, but there is divorce already. There is no placating, and therefore, in our Mishnah, for sure, for sure, the Dinudvaram is, is effective, and that's answer number two. Answer number three, Ravashi Amar no. Really, Kula Rav Meir. really everything is Rav Meir. The Ad Khan, Lokama Rav Meir Hasem Lakuchos. Really, Rav Meir has a has a whole world here that's only talking about two Lekuchos. Really, we only saw kind of like the the aftermath part two. Our Mishnah is part two. Our Mishnah is dealing with shnei l'kuchos. It doesn't look like that from our Mishnah. If you look back in our Mishnah, what does it say? We we only see one transaction. No, says the Gemara. Everyone would agree with uh, with Aser of Meir in our Mishnah because our Mishnah is dealing with shnei l'kuchos. And Amri uh, Law, back in the Gemara, halfway down, a little bit more, Amri Law, we say to her, That if you were going to say that uh, you were going to try and be so uh, so nice, it should have been nice to the first wife. The first wife didn't say anything. But it should have been the first wife. So, when there's only one buyer, I Rav Meir, even Rav Meir would agree to Rav Yehuda the And our Mishnah is dealing with where there were two Lakuchos. So therefore, we have a whole bunch of answers. One is that there's a Machlokas between Suvis and Gid, between Reb Meir and Rabihuda. Answer number two is we misunderstood our Mishnah altogether. We're not talking about married women, we're talking about divorced women. And answer number three is that it's Kula rib and it's talking about a case of lakuchos instead of L'Kuchach. And that is sugya number one for the day. Two-thirds of the way down, let's start our second sugya. Tanan Hasam we have another Mishnah. This Mishnah is, is as well found in Maseches Kid. We said over there, If I owe you money, if I owe you money, and I have two types of properties, I have properties that I've already given away to other people where you'll have to be if you'll have to go grab them from another lakuach, or I have freestanding properties, but the freestanding properties that I have are ziboris, they're the low quality fields, Halacha is you can only collect from my low-quality fields that are B'nei Chorin, properties that are currently free, not properties that are Meshubadim. So I have two properties and I owe you money. Property, number one, I sold to the neighbor. Property, number two, I own, but it's a garbage field. Halacha is you have to take the garbage field. That's how you got to get paid back. That's what the Mishnah writes. Mm-hmm. This is a general rule by Ba'alei Chow. It's not specific to, uh, to right? And what we're saying is that it's not fair to go to the Lakuach who who bought a property seemingly fair and square even though there's a general knowledge that a can come take a property that that i as a balkhov excuse me can come take a property but you have an available property okay so it's not such a high okay that's that it's just what it is but it's not reasonable if you have money in the bank to go Pull a lien from another pride doesn't, it's not fair. It's not right. So the Mishnah says we don't do that. And even though in general we don't take from a property that's Zibori's, but if the only option on the table is that you, that's just what it is. So the Gemara says, So then the Gemara asks the following question. It's a little jump. So the Gemara says, The question was asked in the base in the base medrash. If the property got ruined, let's say there was a fire. On my field, which was a ziboris, and it got ruined. That's what Ishtadik means; it got it got ruined. Mahu at that point. Now that the the bnei Chorin property was ruined by fire, the litrof me Now can I go back to the buyers and say, listen, listen, Phil owes me money. He sold you my property, uh, sold you a property, but I'm a balchov. Give me the property. So you or the lakuch, you're like, yeah, but Phil has a field at ziboris. You didn't hear the news, but there was a fire and the whole field burned down. So that's what the Gemara's question is. If I have a Ziboris field that got burned down, now it's even, even for Ziboris, it's ruined. Is that still better, than B'nai Chorin that's ruined? Is that still where the Baal Chob should collect from instead of collecting from the, uh, the Mishubadim? So you're asking a good question in regards to how we define ruined. That's a good question. Is there a level below Ziboris where we say this is no longer, it's just garbage, yeah. You know uh, all the minerals and the uh, whatever. Yeah, let's come up with a scenario. There was a chemical, and now that now that nothing can grow there. I and mean, there's, there's there are parameters, I'm sure, but uh, I didn't look into that. That's a good question. How do we define ruined? So let's see how the Gemara responds. The Gemara says Tashma, three fourths of the way down. We learned this already. This So we learned uh, this Mishnah above. What did we see in the name of Reb Rabmeir. And if you want to say that we it really should be that if you want to say that when a field that's been a chorin gets ruined, that therefore the Balchov can now collect from Ishubadim, but That in our in that case in the Mishnah. Then they should have been able to collect from, from the first wife because the first wife didn't sign off on the property. <laughs> she, she wanted to hold on to it. Says the Gemara, a couple of answers, three of them. You're right, that there should be a possibility of collecting, but only from the second wife, not from the first, uh, only from the first wife and not from the second. Rava says, I totally disagree. <laughs> that when Rav Meir says to Ivda in the Mishnah, it's that it's a complete removal, that none of the wives um none of the wives would be able to be collected from and the ode none of the wives would be able to collect the ode and furthermore we have a, a brisa. The god tanya six signs from the bottom love minha echad ruvain this is a bit of a complicated case ruvain borrows money from shimon and then um and then ruvain who just borrowed money from shimon so now shimon's a balcho and Reuven sells his properties. L'shneim, he sells his properties to um, to Zvulun and Yisachar. He sells all of his properties. The cost of the sheni, and then Shimon, who Reuven now owes money to, he writes to the lokeach sheni. He writes to Zvulun or whichever whoever the second one is. So then, he can't even collect from the first person. So Shimon, who's a Balchov. He's owed money from Ruvain, and Ruvain sold properties to Yisachar and Zvulun. To one of the to one of the Yisachars or Zvuluns, he says, "I have nothing to do with you." Allah luck is he can't collect from anybody. Why? Because Let's say that um, that Shimon wrote dinu dvaram with Yisachar. So then he'll go to Zvulun and say, "Give me the property." He says, "Forget that. That makes no sense. I was the first buyer." Lomar. He You had another place to to choose from you went and decided Dinu that, that's not my problem don't come back to me and cry you chose that with that guy to say Dinu you you lost your rights why do I have to be put out money because you said Dinudvaram with the other guy that's not my problem that was his it was his loss and therefore we can't really learn anything from the answer of Rav Nachman who wanted to say, one spouse versus the second spouse, because with the second person, when you said dinudvarm, it's the same thing in our case with these well. When you say dinudvarm, you mess yourself up. That's not my problem. And now you can't collect from anybody because you had someone to collect from. Person two, which should have been the person you collected from. Don't come crying to me after you made a star with person number two. That's not my problem. So, therefore, we need an answer to our question. We still don't know the halacha of what happens if Ishtaduf chori, if the Benechoran properties are ruined. Can we then say Tarfmi Mishabdeh so the Gemara says on the bottom line, Omar Le the Ravashi. turning to the top of Tari this happens all the time. Which direction? We don't know what the maison Yom is. Is the mice and that we collect from Meshubadim or that we don't? So take a look at Rashi. did dunin that we have these cases the there are cases all the time, says the Gemara, where we collect from from the Chassam Mishubadim when the Bnei Chari properties are messed up. How do we see this? Dehu Gavra. There was a man. De mishkan lei pardisa so I owe you money, but I don't have any liquid cash. I do have a field, though. So I give you the rights to the field for ten years. That's what I do. That's how I'm going to pay you back. You'll take the proceeds. I owe you a thousand zoos every year. The field profits a hundred zoos. Hold on to my field for ten years, and then we'll be shuvah Everything Everything's going to work out nicely. Five years in, the field turns to garbage. Stops producing the 100 zoos that, that I owe you. And they go to Besden together. And um, the guy says, The guy says, the guy who needed to be paid back the 1,000 zoos, he only got 500. He says, write me a star And let me go to one of your other lekuchos. And let me go by. And that's actually what happened. So the Gemara says, no. Very strange, Ukimta. kimta. The Gemara says four lines down. There too, the other lekuchos should have known that these fields die. They should have known. They should have known. There's a. It's either that there's a shelf life to these fields, or that they should know that the buyer is a terrible. Caretaker, one of the two, you should know who you're who you're getting into business with. And therefore, Lo and, and he never they never should have gotten into these purchases in the first place. So nothing clear from the Gemara, either way. lemaisa the that's how we paskin. And um, this is quoted in Shulchan and Mishpat that if uh, the quality of my free property is awful then I as a balchov, have the right to say to you, I'm going to your uh, Lukuchos and I'm taking from properties and I'm going to utilize the lien, which is great in business. So that's just remember that if you're at, this is real, this is a Mishpat. Yeah, if you're in business and you gave a loan to someone and now it's time for you to collect and there's only two options. He either has a rundown, awful building in an awful neighborhood, but it's a Chorin. It's yours for the taking, or he only has a spitz building on the in, in the burbs that's absolutely gorgeous. You can go there and collect, and he has no halachic right against you because that property is garbage and everybody knows it's garbage. I'm not taking your graduate you, but this is the only one that's liquid. I don't care, that's not my problem. I'm all even if the field is ruined, the field is ruined. That's Ladino. We pask in the sway in halacha. Okay, next, Amar Abayi, eight lines down, seven lines down. A man says to a woman, seemingly not married, nichsi lich, I'm giving you my properties, but I'm also indicating v'acharayich. First, it goes to you. And when you die, I'm indicating who the next recipient is. So Chaim gives a property to Chana and says, here's my building. And when you die, it goes to Penina. Gamar doesn't give the context here, and it won't matter in a minute. You'll see in a second. And he says, uh, So first Chaim gives to Chana and then to Penina. Then Chana gets married. She's alive. So she got the properties from Chaim. And the Amda Venises. So says the Gemara, what, that her husband, Baal, is Lokeachave. It's as If the Baal is a buyer, because a husband, he just assumes, he subsumes whatever his wife owns. And the Ainla He severs whatever Chaim had intended for Penina. Chaim gave it to Chana, and when Chana dies, Panina gets it. But it, there's a wrinkle, there's a wrench put into the system, which is that when we have a case scenario where Chana gets married, then the intentions of Chaim are now severed. His intentions of when Chana dies, he goes, that now that doesn't apply anymore, because he's a Baal, and he's a lokeach. And therefore, because the Baal is like a lokeach, whatever Chaim's intentions were with the property for after Chana dies is no longer relevant
1: Um. Yeah, that is
0: right. That this this was this was direct. Yeah, Maluga's dowries. is where the father says, "I'm giving into the marriage X," and when that's true, the husband only gets payros. This is a personal direct ownership of hers, not her father's. So, well, let's say she has no father, or let's say whatever the case is. This is not. It's not a nixemulugas. So yeah, says the Gemara Kiman who is this Shita like? Like the following Brysa. So Rebbe doesn't seem to hold this way. As we'll see, that this is not our match because Rebbe in this Brysa seems to say that the Shani is still a Balchot. And remember what we said is that when the husband becomes a Baal, he's Kona, whatever his wife brings in. And then the second person, Penina, in our case, is cut off. That's not what Rebbe says. Rebbe, in the first part of this b'risa, says, Penina is a balaschov, and she's allowed to go collect from, from the mishuvadim Why? Because what was Chaim's intention? Chana and then Penina. Oh, Chana got married, so what does that have to do with anything? The property's, the property's anchored by Chaim, and it's going to end up by Penina. So if she gets married, if Chana gets married, it doesn't sever Chaim's intent. It just makes her a balaschov, and she can go collect the property at a later point. That's Rebbe. Who's, who's Abaye like? Who's our Gemara like? Rashbah Gomer ein l'sheni el rishon. The second person only gets what the first person left over. In this case, nothing. But let's say she, uh, she only wanted 90% of the property. Great, mashashiyah, that's the way. So that's what the Gemara says. Asks the Gemara, that how can it be that our Gemara, which was quoted by Abaye, where if Chaim gives to Chana and Chana gets married, that the second person is cut off, how can it be that he holds like Rashbag? Um, Yamar Abaye Hachi, the Ha Abaye, <inaudible> Abaye comes in, uh, guns blazing against Rashbag. What does he say? Ezu Rusha Arum, who is this unbridled Russia? Ze Hamasi Limkor Chasim Kirashbag. That's a person who utilizes the, uh, <laughs> the he he does what Rashbag recommends, which is that when Chana gets his property, she says. Sweetheart, do you want to get married right now? <laughs> because if I die, then this property goes to Panina. So that's what Abaye was criticizing Rashbagh Shita and saying that's not the right way to do things. So how can it be that Abaye is being supported by Rashbagh? How can that be? <laughs> Abaye, Abaye doesn't like Rashbagh's opinion. Says the Gemara. Abaye uh, wasn't saying Mika Amar Tinasay to do it intentionally. That wasn't what he was saying. He was just speaking out to Halachic Messias of Nisei. If, if in fact she got married, the din would takab be like Rashbag, but of course, he had to be sneaky and to be sly and to say for Hana to say, "Listen, I got this great deal going on. I got a, a two hundred unit building as a gift from this random guy Chaim who thinks uh, he, he thinks I like him. I don't marry me Yaakov whoever, and then uh, and then Penina will never get the property and he will stay in our family." So that's not what, Ra- what Abaye was saying, and therefore that all works out. And then Abayi had a very similar comment halfway down, almost halfway down, and then we're going to have to compare and contrast. another comment. First, I'm going to give it to Yuchana, and then when you die, it's going to go to Penina. And then she sold it to Mesa. Remember in our Mishnah, we had that cycle. We had the cycle in our Mishnah of the rishona who said, dinu imach, and she couldn't take it from the husband. And the second wife took it. And once the second wife took it, the first wife could take it. And when the first wife took it, the Lokech could take it back from the first wife because Dinudvarim. And then the second wife, this, this endless cycle. So the Gemara says... That uh, that that's a similar thing that's happening over here. At the end of the day, that money will end up with the lokeh, But asks the Gemara, why? This should be exactly like our Mishnah, where one person is taking from another, and it, it, it never ends. It never ends in this case. Says the Gemara, there's a big difference between these two cases. In our Mishnah, in our Mishnah, everyone really should be getting some money. You have two wives who deserve ksubas, and the husband sold the field. And you have the guy who was the lokech of those fields. Everyone really is deserving of something. But Hacha, in the case of Abaye, no, in the case of Abaye, those two women aren't they didn't really deserve things like a Ksuba. This random guy was them. So if they lose out, okay, so you lost out on, uh, you lost out on, but it's not like you had a halakhic right to money. This guy said the money, I want to give it to Han and then Penina. Penina's like, well, okay, I'll take it. But it's not like a, an equivalence to Ksuba, so the cases are not exactly the same. That's why the Gemara says lokeach, pseida, that um, it's only the lokeach here who stands to lose out because the other two women were gifted the money, and it's not like subah dollars. Anyways, azal rafram, Omar hachi. Did Abaye really say this second comment? After all, Amar Abai, As we saw earlier on the page, uh, he said, Nichsi lich leploni. We said that that husband, Khana's uh, husband, is considered like a lokeach. So we see that the first case and the second case are not different; are very different. In the first case, we said that the Baal's like a lokeach, and in the second case, we said it's not quite like a lokeach because there's this cycle of constantly taking the property from one another. So Amar how did Ravashi respond to Raffram? He says, Hasam the at he over there at the top of the page, that case was when she wasn't yet married. But Hacha, over here in the second case of Aba'i, when we have this cycle of uh, of taking the property from one another, that's the Amalakshi And those cases are not the same. Micah Amarla, what did he say to her? likni, baal lo likni. This would be the difference, is that in the second case, uh, Penina will make a Kenyan. Because well, she's already, Khan is already married, because she's already married, she can't use marriage as the knach to get Panina out to get her out of the ownership. Uh, and and, there, and therefore, the baal lo the husband's not going to make this kenyan in the same way that he would in the ratio of abaye. And that is the end of understanding abaye, just the last two lines before the end of the parak. Uh, our mission had said that halacha is similar to a balchob tana. If we look back at our Mishnah, what was that talking about? It was talking about that cyclical purchasing that we need a pshara. So the Gemara says the same thing would be true in the following cases. Tana, two lines before the end of the perech. The same thing could happen with a balkhov and two buyers. Uh, because one buyer could take from another because they're both mishubadim. They just have to go in order because you can't have a balkhov. Mm-hmm. The same would be true of the wife of a balkhov. And then the Balachov dies, or some case like that, where there are Shnei where we could also end up with these cyclical types of purchases. Hadron Allah, <laughs> Nasu, Ibarach Hashem, we finished another parak in Maseches Ksubas, heading to the end. Not too much left. How long is this Masechta? No, 112? Hey, not too bad. Only like 20 blood away. That's great. Beautiful. Uh, he read something. We should come back to this daf in seven and a half years. Wishing you all a beautiful sukis, a beautiful Yontav. See you guys tomorrow, 45 minutes before Mincha. Wishing you all a beautiful day.